0: Hello there. Ooh, good smile.
1: Jeff Vick, so I'm, I'm, I'm in that new movie called Smile, where everyone just smiles, and in the end, someone smiles. And then someone frowns. That's the twist. That's it's, the M. Night Shyamalan? is yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. But one person didn't smile. They upside down smiled. Oh, man, we need to invest $50 million
0: into making that. There would be a pretty funny, like, space balls of that movie is just frown and it's just people going, hmm
1: frown but it's also uh german women that why did i frown. know yeah.
0: Frau frown <laughs> i'm not happy <laughs> yeah.
1: that's a that short was...
0: movie um hey jeff it's nice to see you it's good to see you man um yeah this is our this is our first podcast since the last one the extravaganza where we were together right i know it
1: almost feels like it's not
0: worth going on any anymore in life i wasn't gonna say that but okay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go like, on. Yeah, you should do it just so that one of us is present in the future. But like after um after coming back from that really wonderful trip, it's been
0: like just a giant punch in the dick. Reality has been, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Well, reality is always kind of a punch in the dick. I had a little bit of that where basically I just moved, sort of like transitioning jobs, and then I finally like lined up a bunch of freelance work and then um right as that was all kicking in the babysitter that i've been paying for the last two months essentially for no reason because i could have just watched my own kids but i wanted to have everything all set up for when i was ready to work um quit with like no notice so now i gotta figure that out um but if any of my clients are listening and i can see by the little eyeball that none of you are watching at least um don't worry there's other babysitters in london
1: it would be fun if some people found you through this podcast and they just happen to be able to give you work in other capacities. That'd be
0: that'd be a nice uh, reason to keep doing this podcast. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I I am available. I can give anyone who wants it my bank details and anybody who would like to send me money, whether or not you want me to work for you, please. I am for it. How about this? Do 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 like a thirty second pitch for hiring you right now. What have we got to lose? A listener? <laughs> That well that's exactly what my tagline is. What do you got to lose? Come on. What's the worst? Well, come on. Come on. Come on. What's the worst thing that could happen? Come on. Come on. Cut I don't get to very many clients that way.
1: Cut to a building that's just on fire. <laughs> All right. You got insurance, huh? <laughs> um Well, Jeff, you are you're an advertising copywriter. Let's 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 put it out there. Let's put let's put the metaphorical hog
0: on the table were you thinking of that where look at that good punnage there Europa oh no games.
1: well we're not no. We're, we're, oh, no, that wasn't what you were doing sorry <laughs> no we're no back. no i meant i meant we're still pitching you we're still pitching oh. you
0: as a as a hireable person yeah uh i am jeffrey vitkin i have several degrees my resume is on LinkedIn and that just use that instead of my resume um and if you you can go i mean i guess people anybody who's actually a fan of this podcast oh there's the one fan they're on um (laughs) they anyone who's like they probably if you with the mildest amount of research into me you can see my entire portfolio of work for brands across the world so
1: what do you
0: call it what do you call it i just came up with a joke
1: what do you call it uh when somebody thinks that a PhD is is for losers that like pursuing a PhD is only for idiots who who fall for that trap. Oh, I say, what do you got? Your player hating degree? I
0: would say it's called the third degree burn. Ooh. Oh, sorry. You you were asking for <laughs> I was I was thinking you wanted a comeback because I'm just So it's it's 7 a.m. in LA and I have COVID brain fog. And I'm like, oh, come on, Jeff. <laughs> you get you got long COVID after your uh, long trip home, where you eventually got COVID. I have girthy COVID. Uh, okay. It gets it gets the job done. Um, That's good, but it's short and it, it's <laughs>
1: yeah. short and pointless. Um, yeah, on my way back from our meet the Soccers uh, reunion trip, I was on my flight back on Virgin Airlines, surrounded by the other Virgins, and my. <laughs> My
0: throat had a tickle. Mm. Um, That's why you got to fly Chad Air, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just be dead. Um, There probably is a Chad airline that goes to the country. Anyway, go on. I bet you Virgin's better. (laughs) And it's a bunch of Chads, but I got you a followed. The Chad Virgin versus the Virgin Chad Airlines. Anyway, But
1: I I started feeling like, uh, oh, no, in my throat. And what was fucked up, and I'm admitting this. So we might get canceled for me admitting this, Jeff. God damn it. Um, because the whole trip had been like a, nobody fucking wears masks here. Like, like we're on the tube. There's a trillion people in like a, a pig pen from Peanuts cloud of germs and like no one's wearing a mask. So I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe this is, maybe I am post COVID. So my masks were packed in my suitcase. I did not have them in my bag. Um, so I'm yeah. on the plane going, ah, ah like Marge Simpson's sisters. (laughs) And to this day, like, which, I mean, I guess it was only a week and a half ago, but like, I feel really anxious and worried that I got other people sick. And that, like that's, that thought has been haunting me. Like even the last few people I saw in London, I, every day I've been like, did you get tested? Are you sick? Like, I'm just, and no, (laughs) and no one's gotten sick so far, which I'm grateful for. But like, I tested positive the second I got home last Tuesday night, so yeah. about nine ten days ago, was definitely ill. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm. Saturday, Sunday started to feel a little better. Sunday tested negative for the first time. Monday tested negative for the second time, uh, and I've just been it's just been like kind of like a like a not to disgust our listener. Describe uh, your phlegm. Yeah, it's just been, it's been like, imagine if you're super dehydrated, but you've got like gook in the back of your throat that you can't get mm. rid of. It's like that. But also just like, I feel about 20 to 25% stupider.
0: Although some of that, I guess, could be, I mean, I don't know, you should be through with jet lag. I am through like,
1: jet lag. I mean, I'm just waking up at normal idiot Skylar 5, 530 a.m. times now, I'm but like. CEO schedule. But it's 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 not like I can write my like on my day job. I too am a writer, uh, but mm. please hire Jeff. I'm fine.
0: Um, <laughs> He's a like, successful writer.
1: No, I'm just I just stayed in one place long enough. Um, but basically, I can write fine because I can sit there and be and think about what I'm typing. But in an improvisational conversation, I'm a bit
0: worse off. Yeah. Still. For sure, I I definitely have noticed that certain times of day where you can get by if you have an extra few minutes to edit yourself, but like there's no way that you can like you know just extemporaneously be good, and that's actually that's more and more of the use of my brain. Did I you find.
1: did you have COVID at one point?
0: I had it. I had it like last Christmas, like right after Christmas. I got it when my <laughs> parents were in town, and then my mom got it, and we had like these strict quarantine like. Because I was still living in Austria at the time, and they had all these rules. So basically, we had to, like, separate a bathroom and a bedroom for the people who had COVID. And so um, at one point, my mom and I were sharing a bed, which was something that I did did not expect to do ever again in my life. But we did it. Um, You did tell me about this, but it's nice to talk about it for the listener. Yeah, for the listener. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Skylar's phlegm or gook, whatever it's called, and then imagine me <laughs> cuddling uh, with my adult mom. Uh, you're welcome, everyone. The porn category
1: you thought you didn't want, but now that you've oh, learned God. about it, you're all about it's, it's. But it's
0: it's all those things. You can't you can't remove one of those elements. Like I yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. sick. You as put much quotes as... around it. Like I need this exact <laughs> phrase. Any one of these things in the search bar is not enough. Um.
1: All right. Do you, what else? Is there anything post post trip for you other than? I went so litter? weirdly.
0: I went back to where COVID still exists right after post trip. I went to Spain. I went to, and in Spain, everywhere I went, people were like, uh, uh, mascarilla, mascarilla. That's how you say it, which is like exactly the fake Spanish word I would have come up with. Mascara, like, mascara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? This is natural. <laughs> no, I was uh, crying. Okay. <laughs> Um, But yeah, back in business, um, as they say.
1: What was the back. highlight of the
0: La España? El España? Um, El Spanerico trip. La, La España? Um, I would say Ham. They have a lot of great Ham. Oh, okay, John Ham went with us. Uh, he is a charmer. <laughs> Actually, like, weirdly, I don't know. And I'm, I'm sure that I was just spending my entire time in, like, the... Uh, not Central Park, what's the Times Square of Spain, like all of the various Times Squares as a tourist that you just sort of find yourself in. But I found, like I love Spanish food, but I thought I would go there and discover like a whole extra galaxy of Spanish food that I didn't know. And I was like, oh, okay, you guys really just have like ham, bread, and paella. That is like the entirety. Like croquetas, that's basically it. Patatas bravas. Almost like 99% of the restaurants that we were in, if they served Spanish food at all, those were like the four things you could have.
1: Did you eat anything not Spanish while you were there? Was that too redundant to the point where you were like,
0: all right, I need to go to Taco Bell. Um, there was, I did notice right next to the Sagrada Familia, which is like the beautiful Gaudi design cathedral in Barcelona. Yes. Barcelona. Um, they There's a Taco Bell right next to it. That is pretty hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I did, like, a nice panning shot of, like, ah, the pinnacle of Spanish architecture. <laughs> Yo, Quiero. Like, this is the birthplace <laughs> of Yo, Quiero when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, uh, What was I saying? Oh, yeah, we did we had sushi one night, and then we had, like, there, we were down, we went from Barcelona to Marbella. I had ham on ruffles for the first time, and those are delicious. Ham on ruffles? They're jamón, the Spanish word for ham, um, but they're just like ham-flavored ruffles, which sounds weird, but they're it does. delish. I, I mean, highly recommend them.
1: What is there a comparable flavor in in the chip world here, or no?
0: No. I mean, because it's really, it's like, it's ham-flavored in the sense of like that good Spanish ham, like a birico ham, whatever, you know. It's like the super, like, almost almost prosciutto, but different and maybe drier and better. I don't know um it was real good uh yeah i had one a friend of mine had told me to, that i had to try this one spanish beer that was advertised everywhere and what what every, beer called 1906 oh no i only and know what is it was is Estrella. Estrella. he drinks Estrella. he eats paella da-da-da-da-da. that's fun that song for every spanish player um that is not available in any of the places that we went to. they so like weirdly. It'd be like if you went to America and you couldn't find Bud Light. Like that was kind of what happened to me. I mean, I didn't. I didn't look that hard, but everywhere I went did not have it. So I never tried it. You now I have to go back to Spain. What about?
1: Do they have Desperados there? I feel like I remember that being something that's in Germany. It's Mexican tequila beer, but
0: it's bottled in France. I think. I think. I don't know. They have it in England. You could probably get it there, but it's. I think that's like a thing that college students drink on the street and like buy at like the equivalent of 7 Elevens. It's not great. It's like a shittier Corona light. I didn't see it on any of the wine lists that I was looking at. <laughs> okay.
1: Touche. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's kind of fun that like you can really just hop to any of those other countries that you
0: haven't gotten to visit yet. Like you can go for a weekend. Yeah, especially now. I mean, that was like our plan all along when we were living in Austria is that we would do that and then kind of looked like we were just going to miss it all together because of COVID. And now we've gotten like a second chance at life. So here we are. I'm just going to.
1: Four tickets to paradise.
0: Speaking of tickets, would you like to seamlessly segue to the match that I had tickets to and attended last night, the FC Zurich versus Arsenal clash that – Oh, you! Att- oh, you attended. I didn't know you attended until you just revealed that. Boom! Not only did I attend, I attended for the first time with both of my young daughters, and we Ooh. sat. We sat in the Arsenal family enclosure, and so like I almost Arsenal. Anyway,
1: is it bl- the Blood Fam uh,
0: section? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It turns out it's a pretty brutal gang, and not what I thought it was. <laughs> um, no. uh... The Arsenal, it was, it was delightful. It was, it was a bunch of other family around us. So there was, I was like wondering, like, are we still going to say the word wanker when that comes up in the songs? And we did. Um, But it was just, you daddy, know, it was nice. Daddy, what's a wanker? You're like, remember
1: your Uncle Skyler? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Um <laughs> No, it was cool and like I, I have, at first it was very complicated and I almost did what we had done for some of the tickets that we had where we just like went online and overpaid the touts to get them because they're so it's so they make it so unnecessarily complicated to go through the clubs to get tickets. But right. I will say if the one fan who's listening to the show right now happens to be an Arsenal supporter or maybe just any Premier League supporter this might work for other teams and you want to bring your kids there call the box office because the only way that you can get the tickets is over the phone but they have a special section just for families and i only paid 4 pounds for the tickets for each daughter. Whoa! And so,
1: wow, okay. It's pretty great.
0: Like, so, i mean granted. They was, do that more. I would like to and like i i mean it was one of those things where i wasn't sure how much i was forcing my like taste in activities on the girls cuz like you know they're they're definitely not as into it as i am but i think part of that is because like, they don't have Reddit, so they can't spend all day looking at Arsenal stuff, or like, they don't have why phones. Why don't your and... daughters have Reddit? Come on, Jeff, it's time. <laughs> For a couple reasons. Just one or two reasons they don't have Reddit. Let them red pill it. It's, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dad, why are you being so cooked? Um <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, but, I, so I had to, like, you. they make you sign up as a member for them which is annoying because that's a different line you have to call on the main line but once you have that you can get very cheap tickets and all together where like even before like i am also an arsenal member but it wouldn't let me buy three tickets at normal price so i was like getting so frustrated i was about to drop like 150 dollars to bring them to the game and instead ended up paying like 30 pounds for all of us not including the memberships and the chocolate buttons that i bought at the game and all that but
1: but yeah. that to me, that's, like, a sustainable – like, you could – that makes it so you can bring your kids all the time instead of it yeah. being, like, a one-off. And if they're
0: smart, they're thinking about it like those kids are going to become fans that are going to totally. come back. It's, I, it's I, worth. I think it's really nice, like, now that I know that that's an option. Because I wonder – I mean, obviously, this is a Europa League clash against the team that is literally bottom of the Swiss top flight. Like, I don't even know how that they're they're in Europa League right now. Just so having this a, is- a shit season? I mean, I imagine that at other games, it'll either be more difficult to get these tickets or more expensive or both, but it's still, I would have easily paid a lot more than that. I was about to, and uh, so it was, it was great that they had that worked out. I don't know. I think I, it's kind of a shame. This is a thing that like a lot of places do where like there's a children's menu where you can get mac and cheese for $5 while the adults are buying gourmet mac and cheese for 20 You know what I mean? And it's Even just though because, it's the same. Right. But it's like, I think that that is a smart move for like companies and businesses and teams to do because ultimately like if I have to pay three times the price of everything to bring my kids there or four times if I'm bringing my kids and wife, then it's like, it makes even like pretty typical stuff sort of like strangely unaffordable. Whereas right. like having that kid's rate, I don't know, like I'll probably try to bring them to a lot of games. They loved it. I, that was like the, all, the other like great thing of the night is I kind of brought them there. And, like, I don't know, you've felt this. You've gone to games. You know that weird atmosphere when you go into the stadium and it just feels like everyone there is, like, a little bit, um, I don't know. Like, there's, like, a pent-up rage or something going on. And it's, like, there's this weird, like, oh, there could be a fight at any time. And, like, it's charged up, man. Like, there's, like, all that, like, toxic masculinity in the air. Like, there was that. But then there was also – I don't know, like, when we first got off the stage, so, like, the kids picked up on it, and they were like, what, where are you bringing us? And it was, like, dark outside, it's, like, 8 o'clock, but then as soon as we got in the stadium, and, like, it's a bit more fun... Is it th- normally their bedtime? Oh, yeah, like, it was, the game kicked off at the time that they're normally asleep, so they were, like, fading by the end, but, <sighs> um... But it was cool. I mean they 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 legitimately had a great time. I mean, I think it helped that Arsenal won and they were like, you know, hanging out, and singing songs.
1: Your introductory match like is so make or break for in a lot of cases. Like if if you, especially if you see a great like overwhelming dominant win, it's hard to it's hard to break that memory.
0: Yeah. No, it was it was awesome. Uh no notes. I had when we scored no the goal. When we scored the goal, I realized that Lucy couldn't see the field at all because she's tiny. So then I like I like lifted her and I was just like, we score. Um and she was like, don't do that again. She did have a really hilarious comment when we got in, where like, I always kind of have thought this, but it's like it's one of those things that is simultaneously like too astute and too dumb to say, where like you're there and it's this thing you've seen on TV a million times. And it almost looks like too perfect in real life. And she just kept saying like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Nope. Like- nope. No, it's not real.
1: <laughs> no. How, how can I explain this to you? I can't,
0: I can't explain go back this on Reddit and get red pilled. None of this is real. Um, question for you.
1: Yeah. When, it, when do you feel like Lucy and Avi are getting their own arsenal kits? When
0: does that happen? Oh, they already got them. Really? So Ava had hers a few years back. Like her and I, one day we had like a daddy daughter day. And then I bought us matching ones. Um, And it was very lucky that uh, where I bought them did not have the ability to print the names on the back. So we have like blank kits because I would have almost definitely gotten Alexi Sanchez on mine at least. (laughs) And then like right after that, he was gone. Um, So it would have. Been a lot like the Obama Yang kit that is sitting in my drawer right now. Um, so we had that Ava had that, and then this year, this year all three of Arsenal's kits just look really cool. I kind of want one, but I have indecision of which one I'm going to get. But both of the girls um, have decided that they like the black and gold one, the away kit from this year. Have and you so looked at DHgate? Is that the one that sells like the uh, the throwback ones?
1: No. It, well, it's it's like. It's the Chinese knockoff website where you Mm. can basically get like a full kit, full kit, any size, eight, nine, ten bucks. Oh, wow.
0: So the the Uh, iron-ons
1: aren't great, but like for little kids that are going to, their bodies change every five minutes, like they grow and grow and grow. For you to not have to spend a hundred bucks each year, I would advise you just get them the knockoff kits, but get them a new one every year or something, and you'll save money than buying them one new kit.
0: I mean, this, so this year I bought Lucy the full kit because with the younger sizes you can get. And it was like 30 pounds, which like I guess back in the day when that was 60 pounds, that'd be a lot. But right now it's like 31 pounds and or like $31. So it's like that's really not so bad. And then so the last night I, I got Lucy a scarf and Ava a shirt. And I think like all in it was like 50 bucks, which like that's pretty good. Like if you did that at any American sporting event, it would be double that easily.
1: Yeah, but I gotta wonder, like, for kids especially, though, ju- like, just because of that, like, you, you're you gonna, how many wears are you even gonna get out of that before they need
0: something bigger? True. For? I mean, I don't know. They get a lot, because also, like, the thing is, if you're a boy, I think that's true, but girls do this weird thing where from the age of 8 to the age of 18, they wear the same size clothing. Like, they just, like, they're, they're much more, like, squeeze into stuff than we will, um, so they're and so, cats. <laughs> and and we have Lucy following Ava. So like right now, the the kit that Ava bought like four years ago is now Lucy's red kit. And then Lucy also so she gets I don't know. We're, That's a good reason
1: to avoid putting the name on the back of the kit because then that wouldn't be transferable. And you'd have a you'd have pouty
0: upset people. That yeah. Yeah. It, it it's funny. It's like one of those it's like buying a rookie card. But when you think about it, like how many kits actually stand the test of time you know like if i get if like they're like right now we have a bunch of like great young players <laughs> chances are most of them are not going to be here in 10 years for one reason or the other and some of them it'll be bad blood you know and it's like who's it going to be martinelli smith Rowe, saka like one of them is going to leave and we're gonna be upset about it that's know? all an argument for no name
1: like no yeah. no name like it's like the same reason you shouldn't get a name or a face of like Any like a friend, a significant other ever tattooed on you because it's almost like asking for some like massive blow up
0: fight that makes you regret having it. Yeah. Do you think that like if someone had their your name tattooed on them that you would use that as a license to be like a little more of a jerk? Like, what are you gonna break (laughs) up with me? You gonna break up with me, Skylar on your hand? No, No
1: no, I would I would strongly advise them to not have done that in the first
0: place. It would I, it would make me uncomfortable. It would make me feel like, oh, now I have this weight of like like we can never like have a fight because you've committed too much to this. <laughs> Said the
1: Yeah, it's 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 really uh shaking your fist at God and daring him to punish you. So what about a kid? Can you get a kid tattooed on you? I don't even want to have a kid. sentence
0: over (laughs) (laughs) but if you did like because i feel like even if my kids grew up and what if you break up with your kids well because i feel like i wouldn't break up with them no matter what (laughs) but i feel like they could like a lot of kids kind of like you know they decide to have like a not so great relationship with their parents or i guess they don't decide the relationship part but they decide to cut them off or whatever but even if that happened wouldn't i just become like a like an old loser in a bar with like a cool tattoo. Like, yeah, haven't spoken to her in 10 years, but still love her. To, to be fair, Jeff, you and I are not
1: that far off from that description already. <laughs> Just minus the tattoo. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I'm an old loser in a bar. Actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost,
1: uh. I kind of miss, I already miss being an old loser in a bar with you though. It was, it was such a,
0: such a fun adventure. I, I feel like I've got to come back next year if you'll have me. You should actually, I was gonna say, did you see that they've now announced the date for the Man City game that we have when, tickets to? When is it? And it's like it's further off. I think it's the end of April. I the rumors were all gonna be that it was gonna be like January third or something like that. But that's not
1: that's not impossible.
0: Uh how about this? I'm pitching you a vacation live. Yeah, okay.
1: Instead of it being exactly the same, it's like a, we go to London. I go to London. I'm there with you for like I don't know five, six, seven days, whatever it is. And we, you and I, go to another country together for like four or five days. That can be really cool. Um, yeah, like I-, I like the sound of that. It'd be funny if I dragged you to Germany after you just lived in Austria for three years. But like I'm,
0: I'm, I'm kind of anchoring- seen that much of Germany though. So I would, I would
1: kind of welcome that. I would take you to Markdorf and we would go have our own little The Shining experience in like
0: a little cabin. Mm-hmm. Is there any non-horror experiences or even just like a smile? Are there's you going to wo- are you gonna introduce me to a Frow, frown?
1: There's some <laughs> World War II movies that we could do.
0: Uh, yeah, but,
1: yeah. But no, but I think that'd be like an, another fun adventure. But yeah, like got to get in some of, the, some of the football, the pubbing, the Jeff's improv group hangouts, all those. Are, are mandatory. Good times. All right. So you were you were starting to oh, talk yeah. about how you were at the match. I was did at you, the game. Did
0: you win? I'm guessing you we, won. We won the game 1-0. It was, I will say, for playing a home game against the worst team in Switzerland, uh, it was a little closer than I would like. I mean, it was one of those games. I guess it's kind of the opposite of some other results that we had. Like, you know, we got a result against, like, Leeds, for instance. But – Everyone who watched that game's kind of thinks that they were the better team for that ninety minutes, and in this case, like we were definitely on top. But they had a few that, like, they had one that kind of squeaked over the bar, where the guy just like had like this great run from midfield and like it was transition, and he took a shot, and like it could have very easily gone in. Ramsdale had a couple nice saves, like it was, uh it was a little nervy, and we had. It, it's one of those things where. You know, if you have a game and your XG is three, but you win one to nil, then a, if that happens once, you're like, oh, well, we're a bit unlucky. I think it's happening enough to this Arsenal team that you have to say, like. That's well, a maybe finishing be- problem. Yeah, it's like this is also a skill, guys, of like when we get chances, we have to score from them. Um, and maybe that's because they're young. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. just, you just need that little bit more composure on the ball was, or was, something.
1: Was Jesus
0: playing up top? He did. He started the game, um, and he, you know, he. I I thought this was. I was happy to see him in the lineup because I was thinking maybe this would be a good time for him to break that goal drought because it's FC Zurich. I wanted to bring that up. I wanted.
1: I wanted to bring that up, but I wanted you to bring that up. So I'm glad Uh, you did. So, what? This is where we're, we're to the point where he had that purple patch to start the season. Yeah, and I saw you were high as fuck off of it, and other Arsenal fans were high as fuck off of it. And I want to bring back. I did mention, and others have mentioned, I think that he's playing above his actual real ability because if he were really as good as the Purple Patch, why didn't City start him more often over the last three four years? Yeah, so that was that was always the like. There's got to be some reason they did. They chose to play a false nine instead of him for big periods of the year, but he was playing so well, it was kind of like, how could you
0: argue with the results?
1: But now he hasn't scored in how many games?
0: Oh, I can't remember the amount. Six, it's seven? like five or six. Yeah. I mean, but saying that he like over the weekend, he had two should have been three assists, but you know, one of them kind of got like squandered and it had, they had to like score off the rebound, but. So he's still part of the buildup. He's very much part of the buildup. He's a great pressing player. He's a great dribbler and creator without the ball. So I, 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 have, I have not seen him play a bad game yet. And, like, I get that he's playing striker. So when you start getting to, like, 8, 9, 10 games without a goal, like, maybe it is concerning. And I do think, like, I would love to know the actual data. I kind of get the feeling he's a little bit wasteful of chances. But also... I don't know. He's an enigma. Like, I think he's good at creating bad chances. If that's a like where like he will dribble to the far. Yeah. He will dribble to like these weird angles where he doesn't have much to shoot at, but he will shoot hard and it will ricochet off and somebody else gets a chance or, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So he, he does a lot of things where like he probably should have scored some goals in the last couple of weeks, but I I for one do not I am not worried about him at all. Um, no, he's still he's a good player.
1: I I I just as as a fan of not your team, always want to like course correct for reality when possible and feel like yeah, yeah. he was slightly overhyped in in the first few weeks of the season and maybe the truth is like splitting the difference somewhere between then and now. Um. I mean he's better than whoever we've got up up front right now which is either father time or yeah. a bunch of players playing out of position but like it's kind of it's funny how you guys have just like continued to win even as the performances have been maybe a little 50-50 or, like a little hit or miss continue yeah. to win and I'm guessing you'll take that but, For but sure. how, how I mean... are you feeling like I mean let we can even switch let's i'm switching order here uh and what we could talk about united uh in in europa as well in a minute but like arsenal still top of the, top of the league top of um,
0: the irish league i guess yeah
1: beating uh beating uh dublin fc and uh <laughs> i can't think of a second fucking one sorry I can't, Kenny? I,
0: that's actually a real team that's funny um patty's yeah. pub you're beating patty's <laughs> pub patty's pub the sunday league team legends um i think it's weird because on paper, this is the best start maybe in the history of the club. I mean, obviously we the what history goes back quite a because even the invincibles, like you could argue that our results are better than theirs right now. Because if you took the first few months of their season, like sure they weren't losing games, but the invincibles sort of famously drew a lot of games. They didn't have that many points when they won the league that year. They went out of Europe. So like the Invincibles, don't get me wrong, it's an incredible accomplishment, but like Arsenal have, have lost were there like
1: 10 draws that year. Is that like 12? Of- I think,
0: yeah. Well, 12, I, mean, I think it's 12 points. 12 draws over the 49 unbeaten, which stretched over a season. So you okay. might be right that it was 10 in the season, but that's a lot. I mean, there, there's a reason why. I mean, it wasn't, I think the it was only like 89 points. It's the equivalent
1: season. of four more wins and eight
0: losses, right? Right. But um, points is
1: points. That's how it's that's how it's for sounds.
0: sure. But I, I guess my overall point is like you look at us this entire season, we've lost once to you guys. We've lost once to PSV away. Um, We drew with uh, Southampton away. And then, you know, we've had like a bad game against Leeds that we ended up winning anyway. And then we had this game that was like, you know, a little nervier than you'd hope for like the worst team in Switzerland. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, when you look at our overall results, this is... Very, very good. I do think that our form has, like, regressed to the mean a bit. And I also think – I mean, I think a lot of that comes down to we have a great starting 11. We might even have a great 12 or 13. But, like, when you start getting in – I think we have a little bit of depth issues. And it would be interesting if they bolster the team a bit in uh, in January. Because, I mean, it will be an interesting recruiting cycle because it's like, hey – this is a team that is literally top of the league, but at some positions they're very thin. Do you want to make them not thin there? I feel like that's a pretty compelling pitch to anyone that want we might want to join, you know? It's, it's interesting if we
1: think about the fact that, first of all, the strength of schedules played to date by different clubs are a factor. Yeah. The fact that the World Cup is about to happen, and who knows what each of our teams is going to look like post uh, an impromptu world cup after, after a ton of football and right before a ton more football is played. Like imagine, imagine a world where like city and I know maybe they would still pat, but like imagine a world where they lost De Bruyne and Holland and Ederson and like maybe a center back to long-term injuries from the world cup that suddenly changes their, their entire season. Um, so like that, so there's, there's still the fact that Arsenal are riding high at the moment is, is obviously you want your team to have the points. It feels like you've still got a lot of like the big six top half of the table left to play. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how those matches go. If you emerge victorious in those matches, that's kind of like a real statement of intent. But who knows what Arsenal is going to look like? Who knows what United, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, Spurs? Who knows what those teams are going to look like from a construction standpoint, post uh, and a very intense international tournament? That, like, what what's what is our what is our uh, historical comparison to this? Like a, a month and a half to two months. Wait, is it, I guess it's just about it's about a month interruption, right? The World Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the closest thing you have would be African Cup of Nations, but
1: which which fucks with teams.
0: It and it does, and and it's also it's that's a much smaller sliver of the playing population than the World Cup teams because it's basically you know it's quite a few of those same players that are going to Afcon are going to be at the World Cup, but a lot more too, and a lot more from you know countries like South America and Europe that tend to have better players than countries in Africa. Yeah. And the difference being
1: AFCON, when the African Cup of Nations happens, the league keeps playing on, and you're just with playing without those players. In this case, it's going to be way more players. They're going to be available for your club's next games. But, I mean, you've got to give some of those players a rest. And a lot of those are going to be critical players. Like, when we drop Mart Martínez or Varon from injury from our lineup, or we drop Bruno and Erickson from our lineup, or... I Erickson know, was like, the one that
0: I was thinking. He seems to be like the night and day button with your squad.
1: Yeah, you're you're and you're you're not wrong, but I feel like there's like like to your comment about strong eleven but not a strong eighteen, like I'm that's I'm probably in the same place as you where it feels like our if we have our full strength, everyone that we want to play can play, and they're you know not struggling for, for match fitness. I think we can go toe to toe with any team maybe minus city in the league but two or three injuries or people who have to be rotated out or who are suspended like our match this next week and Bruno suspended like all of a sudden it feels like a different team it feels like we're last year united again so I'm I'm I guess the long ass rambly point that I made by the way if you're just listening I did vamp a little bit for time because Jeff had to go off mic for a moment. It wasn't just me talking like an idiot for four minutes, but I do think that we don't know how this season is going to finish because there's going to be so much like chaos of God injected into it. For sure. That's not that's not an expression.
0: Chaos of God. That's just like that's just like a Catholic. There are going to be uh, many acts organiz- of God. The acts could yeah. be chaotic. Chaotic acts of God. You can coin that.
1: Yeah. What? What? It, yeah but like that c-a-g is...
0: cage the cage Kags, factor the
1: cags um I, cage it's factor. like a
0: brand that like as if it is like a energy drink like cage factor it's it's like xg we're just making up shit um but <laughs> but but the, the, i think the teams
1: that emerge from the world cup healthiest are going to move up the table and the teams that have the most either injuries or players that go deepest like say you're say Brazil goes to the final, like the Brazilian yeah. players are going to be more tired than the American players. Who will be very well rested. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Oh. So was there, um, you want to also cover Arsenal's latest uh, league match? Did you? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's funny because over the weekend, it felt like we sort of had like gotten the monkey off our back in terms of bad form because we won five nil granted it was at home nottingham forest who were 20th at the time i believe they're still 20th since they didn't pick up points so um they're really sh- shit yeah i mean and they were a weird case cuz they're the ones going into the season where like all they the signed guys 24 that, players yeah right like all the guys that won the promotion are no longer there and so they're a strange case i mean like definitely arguably the worst team in the premier league right now. So, but even still, you know, we we, then right after that we played. So like our starting 11 against the worst team in the premier league is five mil. Our next 11 with some of our starters in it, playing against the worst team in Switzerland is one mil. And, you know, it was like, I was like ready for the ref to blow the whistle. I was nervous at the end. So yeah, that's the team that we are right now. Which is which is a great, it's still a great leap forward from
1: recent years. So, like any any criticism I levy at Arsenal at this point, I guess is just for the the purpose of discussion because there's no arguing with winning out your Europa League group and almost winning out in the league. Like there really is no
0: argument against it. Well, I mean, one interesting argument that you could make, or I would make because I'm more bitter if I were in your shoes, is that uh, we both had the same amount of points in our Europa League group. Uh, We had 15 points that won us our group. Usually 15 is more than enough to win you a Champions League or Europa League group. Because 18 is max? Right. I mean, six times three. Good math. Um, Oh, right. Thanks. I have COVID brain. That was a miracle that I did (laughs) that. That was very good. Um, But yeah, I mean, so 15 is pretty damn good and it so to you for you guys to have 15 points and finish second when you think about it is almost mathematically impossible you know like and it's a weird you're in it what i like to call oh i'm gonna coin this and brand it and make it look like an energy drink brand me daddy reverse group of death (laughs) because the only way that no because it's it's not a group of life because now you have to go play barcelona in the knockout round but it's the it's the group of it's a reverse group of death in the sense that there were two teams that were so thoroughly not belonging next to Real Sociedad, and, Real Sociedad United, and United, Ammonia,
1: Ammonia and FC Sheriff. But Sheriff. Ammonia and FC Sheriff, all those games we won, we were winning by a goal in each of them. Like they played remarkably well. Yeah, they're both teams that in their leagues have like. Corporate, I, th- I want to say like money overlords, mm. even though it's not the same as like a city sure. or a PSG or a Newcastle. It's their like city, had, or yeah, th- they had a better team than you'd expect from like the Cypriot league, right?
0: Um, I was gonna say it's it was this Moldova and Cyprus. Think which about are this: not, you this know.
1: the Cypriot league, which Cyprus, I'm, I don't know what the racial or ethnic composition of Cyprus is, but the the team didn't look like a bunch of Greeks. It looked like a bunch of players from different countries that were paid to come and play. And Mm. like, like, I'm not there's nothing wrong with having a team of imports. I'm just saying I think they were better teams than their brand
0: name would let on, is all I'm trying to say. This isn't just the all-star team of a small island. Yeah, they've got
1: some Brazilian players that like like it's it they they I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to give their team strength respect while at the same time being like Sports yeah, yeah. washing like is is <laughs> happening everywhere. It really is. True. I think like one that's of that's an
0: interesting path to go down. But before we go, I, I just think it is it, between those two clubs. They only managed six points in the group, and Was as it a against result, each other. Or who? I don't. It's a good question. I mean, I guess you guys both had to drop points. Both uh, United and Sociedad. We th- only lost uh, To Sociedad. To Sociedad only lost to us. I think. So I guess it was just... I think basically Ammonia lost twice to Sheriff. Um, But it's an interesting one where it it shouldn't be possible to have two teams on 15 points. um, And, you know, on goal differential now, you're going to have to play Barcelona, which is pretty bad. Well, Um, we don't know it's
1: Barcelona. Sure. But,
0: like, Barcelona's maybe... It's
1: like United, Arsenal, Barcelona, probably the best
0: teams in the Europa League at this point. There's a bunch of good ones though. I mean, I not that I follow the other leagues as closely, but I know Juventus dropped down. But they um, suck.
1: They're not they're not the yeah, Juventus they're not, that you they're remember. They're not Juventus
0: Juventus. Paul Pogba's injured. Like they're 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 non functional at the moment. Sevilla dropped. Atletico Madrid dropped so far down that they're not in Europa League, which is interesting. I know. They're um,
1: they're conference people now. Wait, wait, man, I'm, I'm blanking on it, the, but there there were but quite a few. The big without, that's the Sevilla without. That's uh, the Sevilla without Emery. That's not the Sevilla
0: I'm afraid of. That's true because or was Emery it, or was it, is it Lu- coming back to the Premier League?
1: Wait, was it Emery?
0: But he's not at Sevilla. No, not He was at he was, he was at Villarreal. He's at Villarreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's at Aston Villa. Aston, Aston Villarreal. We <laughs> both went for the easy joke. Don't don't we give high- us any low
1: hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, we high five and we freeze in mid air. I think after that joke and, and then cut to credits. <laughs> the credits.
0: The low hanging fruit. Yeah, no, that's good.
1: Um, what, what? All right, so yeah, so we kind of hinted at it. United beat Real Sociedad one nil away in what is the name of the city that they're in? It's not Sociedad
0: because that means society. It's not Real because that means royal. No, it's like apparently Isn't like a Valencia? really nice. No,
1: it's like a really nice. I want to say beach town. Uh, Real Sociedad. Are they there? Are, aren't they the team that's like the team that only has Basque players from their academy? They will not employ any no, other player. No,
0: but they're the other team from the same place because the other. It's a Athletic Bilbao. I think is the is the one that is only Basque players. Although they're, I think they're pretty. Their definition of Basque is becoming looser and looser. So
1: they that are in better.
0: Basque Country. Yeah. Uh San
1: Sebastian. San Sebastian. Right. What I what I've heard in all of the, the podcasts that I listen to is basically like for for a, a Europa League away match trip, if you're like a traveling supporter, there's like no yeah. better away match that you can go to. Because apparently it's just like this beautiful <laughs> Eden uh in, in Spain, which has a lot of cities and towns that are that could be described as that. But they, it says traditionally the club follow policy similar to that of its rival Athletic Bilbao of only signing Basque oh, players. Before signing Republic of Ireland forward John Aldridge in 1989, <laughs> uh, it sounds like they do have some foreign players. Hold on, that's that was my wake up alarm. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <Baby. laughs> no, that do you know what that you know what song that was? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Can I?
1: If I play a song, will we get sued? How does that work?
0: Uh, Depends on who this one listener is. If they're an entertainment lawyer, we're screwed.
1: So it's called Daddy Freyer or Daddy Freyer, which is, I want to say, either a Danish or a Norwegian. I think it's a Danish group, but it might be Norwegian. But they, they were meant to have won the Eurovision from 2020 when COVID struck, so they didn't have a Eurovision, mm. which for any American listeners, Eurovision is like American Idol meets
0: the World Cup. But like, filtered through a, a somehow even cheesier lens than either of those events, I feel like.
1: Yes, but but in a way it's cool because it's like my country's cool song versus your country's cool song elimination tournament.
0: Yeah. Um, good times. Like,
1: but so they, they they have this. I'm not gonna play this music. But anyway, check out uh
0: <laughs> I'm glad we went down well,
1: that. Well, because I'm gonna play a song and then it's gonna be like me holding my phone up to a microphone and that's gonna suck and I don't wanna but like look up tweet it out
0: later. Tweet us like a link.
1: D-A-D-I-F-R-E-Y-R. It's like awkward. It's almost like Eric Stultz from the movie Mask, but like doing like a funky jam. At a family Christmas party, it's like a awkward music video. Good time, but it's it's so good. Anyway, um, so this is an interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to explain away the the audio interruption. What we oh, so United uh, beat Sociedad one nothing, but we needed to beat them two nothing to overcome the fact that they had a marginally better goal differential than us to avoid playing this extra playoff round in is it January. Yeah, I uh, so. against some of the teams that have dropped down from sucking in the Champions League.
0: Which it turns out, due to the weird <laughs> scheduling, probably some of the Queen stuff, maybe. Um, you Wait, guys so don't have any off. room for it. Yeah, There's a month <laughs> off for the
1: Queen's death. There's a month off for the World Cup. Uh, the season's only ending two weeks later. And then we also had the week and a half when we couldn't play because of a COVID outbreak. So yep. that Crystal Palace match, they actually don't have a weekend or a midweek. It's just going to be a game every three days until the season ends, which wow. as a
0: fan, selfishly, I'm like, that's great. But I know we're going to lose some of that's those matches, tough. especially as we already alluded to, when you only have like one 11, that is good. You know, and you have to play every three days. That's not how that works.
1: And the club is chirping already about like, we're not planning on buying anyone in January because they're cheap fucking pieces of shit. Wow. If any of the Glazers or their administration are listening to this podcast, which I doubt they would be because it's about soccer, so why would they give a fuck? (laughs) Um, But, like, seriously, these fucking assholes only buy players when their PR asses are on the line. Like, Glazers out. Even if we won the league this season, Glazers fucking out, which we won't. But it's just like... We're in, I was going to say that because why instead, of,
0: why instead of instead of one Casemiro, why not three solid like thirty to forty million dollar players, you know?
1: Or or how about you stop taking thirty million out of the club every year, regardless
0: of how we do? Because mm, that you can spend. Did you know you can spend thirty million on players? That's the thing. That you I've heard spend. that.
1: Or, or how about you get Anthony uh, for 45 million two months earlier than you did instead of getting it for a hundred million when you're like uh, uh people are mad at us what do we do? <laughs> like I fucking hate those guys like I, I I would like I can't say anything violent on this podcast but I can tell you you should imagine the violent things I wish I
0: could do to them. You can act it out for the twitch streamers. i'm Um, jerking
1: them i'm jerking them off very generously they've got like a giant these guys are
0: massive yeah
1: they've got a neck thick dong (laughs) and i'm jerking them off because that's how much i hate hate them i just want to pleasure them to death
0: i this is this is (laughs) vaguely related to what you're talking about but the oh oh, god man i just
1: punched a glass table because i'm so pleasuring them uh
0: (laughs) My, so my NFL team, the Washington Commanders, um, w- I, which I, I feel weird saying that because I'm basically not an NFL fan anymore. I've, like, fallen – I've been in an abusive relationship with them for, like, 30 years, and I, like – I really – it takes a lot for me to summon the will to watch one of their games. But um, they recently – they part of the reason they've been terrible that entire time is because they've had a terrible owner uh, similar to the Glazers, and he is selling the team. He is. Uh, he he has contacted Bank of America. He has put them up, and they're going to be sold now. Um, so that is amazing. And so maybe one day your prince will come, and it'll be. Wasn't, a bank. wasn't
1: I reading that there was like some weird, like look into their finances?
0: There's a lot of stuff like that. Like they they had like a, a sexual harassment scandal in their office where they had like a uh, like nude like they had like a tasteful nude cheerleader calendar where they weren't showing nudity but they weren't wearing clothes if you know what i mean and uh but like obviously there are a lot of shots that were on the cutting room floor that did show nudity and like the owner and his pals that run the team were going like <laughs> and like passing them around the office um and making that exact laugh noise they had that they they do have a bunch of like weird shady finance stuff um i don't know they're shady on so many levels uh they're the worst so there's no,
1: there's no comparison in football <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah not a single comparison
1: no. not like 10 per league yeah comparisons um what else do we still got to cover west ham oh uh last weekend we beat west ham 1-0 David Moyes uh, c- yeah. cannot get a win uh, at Old Trafford, whether he's managing the team or managing against <laughs> them. Um, well it's, it's nice. It's kind of nice to smack them around because they're they're just an annoying club to me. Like they got their taste of Europe and they were like, "That's right, this is who we are." No.
0: <laughs> Get yeah. to the lower half of the table, you scallywags. Hand me down stadium. I don't know. I, I have like a weird amount of sympathy for them because they seem like one of the only clubs in London. Like they're so much better than like being a Chelsea fan or a Tottenham fan, in my opinion. But yeah. even also, still, I like. Push, punch my me.
1: last my last night in London after you had uh, gone to Spain, me and a uh, friend of the pod who has not yet been on it, but he will, Michael Driscoll. One of my friends in LA, who's a diehard Liverpool fan, we somehow still make our friendship work, even though he's wrong and I'm right. <laughs> yeah, but he and I were out at an Indian food place called Gunpowder Jeff, which I did tell you you must you must go to. It was on the must try list. Must try. Um, tiny little ten person restaurant, so it's intimate enough that these three West Ham fans probably like it, uh, early to mid fifties age but like you know good old boys that are that are out out on the
0: gash on the lash what's the
1: what's the on what's the expression? lash
0: on the lash. out on the lash uh, on the gash is something different
1: i don't know uh <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying but 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 they're out and i'm there he's there they're over here what we're talking about and they're like oh you know you're an american you know like what you? and i was like oh i'm I'm here with my friend. He's a Liverpool fan. I'm a United fan, and they're like United. I like, and they just start grumbling about it. <laughs> and then they see the tattoo, and and they're just like, you know, get 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 out of a fucking restaurant. But like, not seriously. Like, they're just giving me <sighs> giving me bants. Oh man! But in a way, it was thrilling. It's like this. These are the kind of bants I came here for, where they they don't really want to beat my head in. They just want to like give me a little bit of shit. But then you take it on the chin, and you earn your ability to, to stay and have a conversation. They sent over some food, which I actually That's had a picture hilarious. of. This is going to be a great, uh, a great thing for our audio podcast. But uh, check this out. This is uh, a video of Michael doing the – it's like tomato soup shot, like a spicy tomato soup, and you eat a curry donut with it. It's like you're chasing the tomato soup. <laughs> it's good. Um, you you can't hear this if you're doing the audio only. But pay pay our Patreon is and it upgrade. Very, and you can... yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it very spicy? Because he looks the, like he's uh, struggling. The the broth it, it was if you get it down the wrong pipe it is pretty ah, spicy. Yeah. But That's a if you if you're just drinking it it was delicious. But like everything there was so good. There was like a venison. Donut that was like a donut that inside had like mashed venison. Wow. Really great stuff. But anyway, we got to talking with them and it was interesting Did hearing you get their West Hammered with them. I should have clicked that the the button for that because we were talking about West Ham bit. But no, mm. I, I I kept offering to buy them drinks. Nobody in this whole fucking country let me buy them a drink except you, Jeff. You're the only one that was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I'll do more,
0: that. more <laughs>
1: you're like this fucking american um, <laughs> but yeah but but it, it, i don't know it was i don't know where i'm going with this we beat them one nothing shortly after i i i made temporary friends with those blokes um oh you guys but, have been yeah, that day I, even no so that was that was right after united chelsea 0-0 oh, which might have also right, happened right. after our last podcast uh but like, yeah, we're we were in kind we're in kind of a good run of form, even though it feels disappointing after not finishing top of our Europa group. But like mm. we keep winning every match one nothing. So like it's strong defense, struggling to score. Ronaldo keeps getting game time. I think I could do a job the same way Ronaldo's doing a job for United right now.
0: Um oh Jeff, you don't want to do mystery game? Nope, sorry. I uh, no, I do want to do that. I actually was trying to create a banner, and instead I screwed it up. <sighs> no, it's okay. All right, so I'm gonna. This is what I'll do. I'll fill while Jeff creates a banner. And now uh, the banner doesn't even make sense anymore. <laughs> We're
1: not talking about it
0: anymore. Oh well. Um, yeah, we
1: we win everything one 0
0: or lose six three. Those are the two options. Did you see at the end? Uh, there was a press conference, and in it they sprang on Mikel Arteta that uh, PK is retiring and he had not heard that information. And he was like, hmm? like he had this like amazing look at camera, um, which I was also, I didn't realize like, is he having, did he have like a problem or is he injured or something this year? I he don't know. Just, he, no, he's old and slow and doesn't,
1: doesn't really start for them, even though they've had kind of a massive injury crisis bar- at Barcelona,
0: mm. but he makes like Ronaldo money. Be-do, 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 be-do. You just hit the daily double of the mystery game, my friend. You said he is old and slow. Perfect segue because I happened to Google him today and I was a bit surprised by his age. And I feel like this often happens with football players because you meet, sometimes you meet them when they're like 16 years old and they're debuting like Wayne Rooney or something or sometimes a guy doesn't really catch on until he's 24, and then by the, you think that he's a young gun and you realize he's still 29 or whatever. Um, so I have a little game. Oh, wait, that... but is PK,
1: is PK one of the people in this game or no? So
0: PK is going to be the first person in this game. Okay. The, the game is younger or older than us. And I don't know if you want to reveal your age on the air. I don't know if you this care. Is, this is a great game idea, Jeff. I'm very proud of you. Um, this is... So, basically... But us is two different ages. So, yeah. yeah. So, I am 36. You are not that far away from that. But if you wanted to, we could play with my age or you could play with your own age. It's up to you. Do you want to reveal your age? I'm
1: freshly 37. Like, 37 two days ago. Yeah, literally like a couple weeks ago. Happy Happy birthday Um, Turby. Tonight oh. is my birthday party. I actually oh, canceled. Enjoy. I
0: canceled. I canceled the Wednesday event because of the COVID. Because of the Cove. Because of the old Miley. You know the, the Miley, Miley Cyrus. The coronavirus. Oh, little that... rhyming slang for you, we Londoners. Get it? Right. That's hard. That's <laughs> you're so a hard. Party, my friend. <laughs> um, Jeff, you're you're officially one of them now. Oh man, it's getting a little lion all over here. You get that one? no because it's, it's getting messy that's not even rhyming slang but it's just a thing that a few british people have said and i kind of like it it's, i like it too i don't get it but i like it like oh, it's totally lionel in here so then let's all Right, how about this your
1: answers are, are you playing too so i i, I can't I play
0: this time because i've looked up a bunch of answers to but interesting i can do this, i can do this for you next time you could and i feel like this this could be the gift that just keeps on giving
1: I um, like the idea of having mystery games, though, because Football Ramble has the game where it's, they name a player or a manager. They tell you how many clubs they've played at or managed, and then you mm-hmm. each wager how many you can name before somebody has to have their bluff called. That's, that's a, a fun game, game that's in- infinitely repeatable. True. This could be this could be our game, or you, we could do other versions of this if you wanted to change it up each time. Like,
0: guess guess the, how much money they make. There's, like, lots of bullshit we could do. I was also thinking, like, pretty soon, if, like, if we were still doing this podcast in a couple of years, we're gonna age out of it. We'll be like younger, younger, <laughs> younger. <laughs> but, but we could do well, it would you be need interesting. Two it, yeah, exactly. To pair the players up and be like, who's young? And it, I think some of those could be really surprising. And there will be, could be almost some like, managers. Little trick questions with those.
1: Yeah, there'll be some managers that are technically younger
0: than older active players, even. Or even like occasionally, you see guys that are basically like peers, but one is the manager and one is the player on that club. And it's interesting because like so wait because i'm better at football than you i'm still playing and you're my boss like yeah funny one uh right, anyway I'm excited to play. Wait, let's what do go I, what do i win um, like, what do i win if i get and, and how do i lose is it getting one wrong there's a there's gonna be a bunch so i'm assuming that you'll get at least one wrong um is it just but, how many do I get goes against
1: next time? We just like compare. Scores yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's days. do that. Let's have like a high score. So, how score. many how so many you questions? That's a high there.
0: score today. Today, there are one, two, three, four, five, seven questions.
1: All right. So, we've got to do seven next time for it to be
0: fair. Yeah. And then, you know what's also fun in this? Well, all right, I won't, I won't spoil anything. I'll, let's play the game. All right. So first one, Gerard Piquet, you've had enough time to secretly Google it while not. No, I haven't. Away I, s- the I, s- I no, swear I haven't. Yeah. I... Okay, cool. Gerard Piquet, younger or older than us. But then you need to pick a single age for it
1: to be a binary. All right. Let's so pick my age. I think it makes okay.
0: it, I think it makes it a little harder because I'm 36. Just that one year makes it like now a lot of them are going to be on the fence. So
1: I'm going to here's the here's the the what's educating me on this one is I know he played for United.
0: I was going to say when, Manchester legend
1: when Ferguson was still manager. So that's at least that's a decade ago at least, right? Um, but he probably left when he was 23, 24, 22, something like that. Um I'm gonna say, and we're saying he is he older or younger than 36? Yeah,
0: I think he's older. Incorrect. He's 35, right. which I thought like, well, for, in, lost. in my head he's older, <laughs> but he's also he's one of those players where he's been around forever because um, he had four years at United, but he he did. I don't know if you guys have done this very much. We did it a lot. We did it with Cesc. We did it with Hector Bellerin, where. In Spain, you can't sign a player till they're seventeen, but in England, you can sign him when they're sixteen. So if you are a guy like PK, that's like he's gonna be great at some point. They're like, come on up, you know. You want to make money now? We call that Epstein's law. (laughs) Come on up, yeah, sixteen, yeah, old enough. That's not how Epstein. (laughs) If there is turf on the pitch, something I don't know. (laughs) All right, Uh, next one is another. Defender, Another United defender. Are these um, all active players, or are some of them retired? Some of them are retired. Okay. Um, Rio Ferdinand. Rio is older. He is older. He is 43. I thought, I, I guess you know Get him in. better. But <laughs> to me, I was surprised that he was as old as 43. You know what I mean? He, like, I he thought he played, would be a couple years older. He
1: played he for even QPR until his late 30s, so I knew that already. Yeah. Like, he le- He probably left us at thirty. Four thirty-five, maybe. Yeah. Not that you need to have all this information ready to go. (laughs) This extra info. All right. So, so one one point on the board. Yep. But I'm I'm still pissed off about the first one since we had so long to think about it. Jack.
0: Wheelchair wheelchair, Wilshire. Younger. Younger. He's thirty. He's only thirty. Get in. Skylar's on the ball with two. Two. Um, uh, man, I, if I had known that we were going to do like a high score system, I would have made some of these trickier. Um, cause I, I knew that you were going to get that. the last Don't week. worry.
1: You'll just lose next week. That's fine.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one, Wayne Rooney. So wait, so all right,
1: here's the deal. Ronaldo, like Rooney might, wait, are we using your age or my age? Because then my age, my age. Rooney is a month older than me he was born like october 85 i want to say final answer but that would make him wait that would make him
0: older than me and older than you so yeah older now you're making me want to google it because you seem so sure but i have him written down as 35 uh let me double check that but you were i don't often test you on your rooney knowledge Oh my God! You were right. I wrote it down incorrectly. He's thirty-seven. What a twist! October <laughs> eighty-five. Wow. Boom.
1: He's wow. actually a, he's actually. By the way, he's a week older than me. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. And Ronaldo, I... Ronaldo is like a year older than me. I just remember that because I remember. I just remember being a United fan and those players being my age
0: at every point of, roughly the time that I've
1: been watching.
0: Yeah. I guess in a weird way, making the game older or younger than us for the players you actually watched a lot is kind of easier because you remember like how old was I when that guy made his teenage debut or whatever.
1: I remember their fucking sign.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Rooney, bit of a Scorpio in it. We're gonna have to make this harder for you, where you have to guess their actual zodiac signs and Jamie Vardy younger. (laughs) Um, How did you know that that was next? Was it? That is next. And you say younger? No, wait, hold on, let me think. Cause he started his career so late. He
1: like he wasn't really playing Premier League. The opposite till, of a Rooney. Till he was like twenty-seven. I know I I wanna say he's like almost the same age as us. Like he's probably thirty-six or thirty-seven. So that means do I have to know your birth month to like
0: to gauge for you? If you're within months, I feel like we should. I don't know. I guess there's no. You get a half point for that. I think Vardy is thirty-six. So you're 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 betting on the green square of the roulette wheel right now. Of, but no, is high. it? Are,
1: what? But. Did you? But you just got Rooney's wrong. So, like, my question is: Are any of these possibly also
0: thirty-six-year-olds? If you're using thirty-six, I do now feel like I need to fact-check myself a bit harder than I was (laughs) before. But what is your what is your answer? Younger or older? And I'll tell you whether you're correct.
1: That's tough because I feel like he's thirty-six, so he could be months older or months younger. You know what? Wait, how many right do
0: I have? Right now, you have, you got PK wrong, Ferdinand Wright, Wilshire Wright, Rooney Wright, in spite of my best efforts, <laughs> um, and now we are on Vardy, friend of the show, coiner of the term chat chat shit, get, banged. get banged. Fuck. An immature thing to say, but how old was he when he said it? Well, when he, was, when he said it, he was
1: the same relative age to us that he is now uh, as time comes for us all. Oh, fuck. This is the hardest one.
0: I'm going to say younger. Man. Well done. He's 35. That was a tough one. I
1: know. So I'm four and one is my record, is how I'm
0: thinking of it. Yeah. This is uh, you're pitching an almost perfect game here. You got a one hitter. I'm basically
1: Take. Arsenal's uh, <laughs> current form. Le- le- no, their league. I'm, I'm their league
0: standing. So ahead. Um, uh, Next one. Bebe, Manchester United legend.
1: Woo. Okay. He's younger, but he's still in his like, er- like early mid 30s. Like he's like 32, 33, something like that. Wow, you're not as
0: right as you think, but you are right. That is correct. But he's he, thirty five. Okay, 35, so another. Although I said Rooney was thirty five, but I just copy and paste thirty five a lot? Let's double check baby, real quick. Um, but he was from that. Player. He was he was from a
1: Ferguson team. But he. Was... I am embarrassed
0: to admit that once again you were right. Why was I? I did this this morning when I was in the same mental state that you were in. <laughs> but he's thirty two, man. Um, you know what if if
1: anyone who listens this podcast is from europe americans can be passionate about football they can know information
0: and we can be wrong i know we can be wrong perfect (laughs) i know it seems like america is an absolute utopia but we get everything right so you're five and one now going into the last and surprise shakeup. speaking of gerard pk shakira older or younger than us Shakira's older than P.K. Okay.
1: And so P.K. Older.
0: Do you know how much older she is? Two or three You're years. You're right, by the way. She's 10 years older than P.K. She's 45. But those hips don't lie. They do <laughs> lie. Those hips are way younger looking than she is.
1: No, her hips are... Like, if you looked at a hip bone, it's the hip <laughs> bone of a
0: 50-year-old. But the rest It'll of be- her body... That would be great if, like, she had like a like a Little Mermaid style curse where the rest of her body was perfect, but her hips are just like flabby old like. Well, not that you're when you're forty five. Her hips like... can't sing or or talk, so the
1: <laughs> prince does stuff... You know I like Kermit the Frog. Wait, waka. In, in Little Mermaid, does she not just like write to him on like a little chalkboard or something? Like, wouldn't that make that movie so much easier? I can't talk, so I guess I won't use any other form of <laughs> yeah, communication yeah. either. I'm not
0: even gonna use body language or anything. <laughs> like, it's like she so... just uses Alexa to like the sequel. The sequel to the Disney because I-, I love like the real story where the the Little Mermaid just becomes sea foam. Like she doesn't even die; she just like goes away. Like that's how dumb she is in the original story. In the Little Mermaid version, where it all ends happily ever after, and they ruin the moral of the story. The moral is give up anything for a chance to marry a rich guy. Um, I wish that, I think there'd be a pretty funny sequel where she's like, now she realizes she's in a marriage with some guy who just married like a hot chick that he didn't connect with on any other level. Like it's pretty dumb. Like,
1: (laughs) I mean that, that it's a very Disney uh, version of romance, which meant not realistic or healthy until very recently yeah like well and then think like, of how they like, forever forever it was like well, you're a woman you need a prince to come save you because you're not doing it yourself <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah they've tried to undo some of it with frozen, but it's like they had one movie that the only reason it works is because it's making fun of all their other stupid movies where like a prince kisses them and they come back to life
1: so, uh real quick, Jeff uh yeah. do we have another or 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 I finished that six is one. that is
0: all seven so you were six and one. You have ruined this game by setting the bar far too high. I will never achieve that. Um, but we, way to set we the all-time do, high score.
1: But we, we do have another activity, though, if you want to do it. If you'll check your email right now, Jeff, I oh. just sent you a link to a World Cup group stage. You pick the order of each bracket of each group uh okay. and and we can we can go back to that during the world cup for any pods we do we can see how we're doing we can check in on how we're doing and then once the group stage is complete we then pick our knockout round uh choices but so i sent that to you i didn't change any of the like commissioner bullshit but basically you click that link uh i think you'll have a chance to type the name of your your uh Whatchamacallit, the name of your, like for uh, for mine, my entry, I, I call myself uh, Skyler John Huntalar.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So you name your little entry and then you go make group stage picks. So what I'd love to do is if you could quickly type in the name of your entry and then we could jump to the make your group stage picks page and we could just go group by group saying what yeah. we each think. You don't have to change your answers based on the logic that I have, or vice versa. But like, I think it might be a nice little
0: but recurring I if bit. If I want
1: to win, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, but like, if you pick the same thing as me, then we're just gonna tie each other. Okay, but but tell me when you're at the group stage pick sheet, uh, or I can and I can I can fill time. Let's see how can I fill time. So. Uh, I'm I'm feeling some like mixed feeling. I know we've talked about it before, but like all of the stuff that's happening in Iran right
0: now, oh, all wow. of
1: the hearing all of the about all it's the LGBT a sudden
0: jerk to Iran okay. for us for us is it? No, that's not uh, a sudden jerk. But right. like
1: he, hearing of there's already LGBTQ people that are being assaulted in Qatar. Like they they haven't even waited for the tournament to happen to yeah. start behaving like fucking shitheads. So just want to say shout quick shout out to Qatar. You're a bunch of fucking shitheads, people that run that country. Yeah. Um, also Iran, bunch of people who are fucking shitheads running that country. Uh and I know I'm saying that from my perch of perfection in America, but
0: um yes. but honestly Which we have established as a utopia that never makes any mistakes.
1: Yeah, you, you you don't want criticism of your uh fascist regime.
0: Don't host a global spotlight event. That's to me. That's the irony of sport watching. It doesn't work. Like if you if you try to do sport watching, it just it gives you a bunch of people that are now interested in your affairs. Like I think that I think the Saudis are going to rue the day that they bought Newcastle because it's just like a a few million more people like reading articles about you that wouldn't have, you know, and doing nothing to stop them. Well, but even like Qatar, it's like. Could this end up being the least successful World Cup ever or like in the modern era? Probably. You know what I mean? And it's like... Well, Ru- I thought that was Russia. Could could also be that. Could also be that.
1: But... Do we want to vote? Yeah. Can we call it Katar or is that... i feel like is that is that robbing paul to pay peter or whatever the
0: old expression is like i do think that if we extrapolated that out to other slur puns we would probably feel less comfortable with it so i'm gonna say no but i'm willing to hear other arguments Uh, but i like it (laughs) i I do i do like it though that's the problem like there needs to be a book called catarded that has like an
1: asterisk that's like we're not attacking people that are uh that have mental impairments or deficiencies or neurocognitive differences. We're attacking Qatar.
0: It would be the perfect name for a memoir written by someone who is neurologically divergent, who goes to Qatar and has like a horror story to tell after this, which unfortunately is probably going to happen hundreds, if not thousands of times in the next month. Um, Yeah. Bad times. Speaking of neurodivergent
1: people in Qatar, did you hear about the fact that Qatar has been effectively bribing uh, other countries' supporter groups, like the American Outlaws, which is the United States' like diehard supporters. Oh group. yeah, I have. It was an American, this. an American Outlaws board member got bribed. to Basically, here you get to come to the World Cup. Everything's comped. All you got to do is say a bunch of nice shit about us. You
0: just can't say anything negative about us. It's,
1: it's not. I didn't it's know so that they done it for Americans.
0: I know Oh yeah, somebody I did read it. Read an article about um, that they were going to do it for the Netherlands. I mean, it's a weird one though, because like, couldn't you just go there and then not say nice stuff, and then what are they going to do? Like, sue you in a Put guitar court. Put you in jail. That's you in true. Jail. You'd have to wait until after the World Cup, which I guess you would. You'd have to wait until you wrote your memoir, and then you'd still be a coward by then. Anyway, so, I like... signed in. I'm Jeff Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Wow, a, that's a bit derivative.
1: <laughs> but you're also you're also. Uh...
0: And an accidental c-word bomb.
1: Yeah. All right. So group A uh, is uh, just listed as is: is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. So I would say let's let's put put each of our groups in the order we want, and then we can discuss it versus doing the discussion first, which I'm afraid might sway. Okay. But I, I, I'm betting we'll have the same. Yeah, I'm betting we'll have the same order for this one. Maybe not.
0: I have, I have NESC, Netherlands, Ecuador, Senegal, Qatar. Okay, I have
1: Senegal? I have Senegal. I have Nesque. Yeah, okay. I think I Sen- Senegal. That. Senegal is just consistently one of those uh, African national teams that always surprises you. Like you never know half their players, and maybe even the presumption is always that like all of them aren't even playing top flight football. Yeah, but like like uh, Ivory Coast and Cameroon, they're always punchy. They always punch hard. And Ghana, like those four countries, Ghana is like United States is kryptonite. Whenever we play them, um, but yeah, so I Netherlands, you know the the Euro homerism is kind of hard to avoid, right? With with the Netherlands, they have a, a you know a top six league. Uh, they have players in every major league. They Louis Van Gaal's army? Last year.
0: Yeah. They did. Oh, you like, betting on Van Hall, man. I didn't even get a chance to needle you for that until you needled yourself. No, I'm actually... It, I think they'll win that
1: group in spite of him because uh, his ideas are a bit dated. Yeah. All right, so that's interesting. So there will be some point differential in that group between us. All right, then we will lose. Then the next group, which group is B. Group B... Uh, who 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 do you have? I've I've ordered mine.
0: Group B is of course the United States group. I have, Iwui, England, Wales, United States, Iran. I
1: have maybe it's because we've talked about it so much at this point. I have, I have the same order. Of course, my hope is that I'm betting against myself right. so that with the United States can surprise us
0: and maybe flip flop with Wales oh wow i mean my hope would be that we win the group which i the weird thing about this group is i mean obviously iran is not much of a team wales is like it comes down to a few players whether or not they're any good england is a team that you know came within a penalty of winning the euro a year ago but is also like if it wasn't for the world cup in a few weeks they probably would be firing their manager because they are playing terrible so like Good luck. You know, maybe it's going to end up Iran top of the group. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a real. Iran wild just card.
1: fired their manager like a week or two, or a few weeks ago. Like that, they had a very close to World Cup shakeup, which I don't think is ever a good thing when it happens.
0: It seems dumb.
1: Also, England, the while while they might think they're not in great form. They're not in great form, is they tied Germany 3-3, whereas we lost to Japan and drew Saudi Arabia. So our bad form is worse right now. It's a good uh one. and Wales is like a few great players and a bunch of like
0: sheep fuckers. <laughs> I was gonna say coal miners, but you went for it. So let yeah, go I for went, it. I
1: went I mean that is that is the joke that they that they love to uh banter. So um, bang (laughs) cheap. But but I Gareth Bale, I don't know, man. He's he's capable of having a few big moments in a short tournament where it's only a couple of games. Like all you need is for him to to score an amazing goal or two, and that changes how they do in that group.
0: My arsenal humorism says Ramsey's more important. All right, I got that out. Um go ahead. Group C All right. So group C, uh, which is the messy group. Mm. What do you got? Looking a bit Lionel here, mate. Um, I got Ephem's. I got Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Me too. Hashtag that was also, me too. That one also kind of like there. There's a natural pecking order there. It, there weren't as many toss-ups.
1: I you could think... argue. You could argue Mexico over Poland, but I'm thinking yeah. Lewandowski is Lewandowski, and Mexico is a very old team at this point in their cycle. Like they don't have a young golden generation coming through.
0: Yeah. Poland is all. I think Poland. I mean, like the Netherlands missed the Euros last time. Poland is a team that struggles to qualify for these tournaments because the qualifying from Europe is just so difficult. But like they're right. frequently a team that is better than half the teams at the World Cup who's sitting at home watching the World Cup. So I don't know. They're I think roughly they might equ- people. They're roughly equivalent with the United States, but they have oh, like I'd a top they're...
1: five in the world striker. Like, but that's the difference. Yeah.
0: The but even that,
1: like. We like, normally tie them. We beaten them one 0 They beaten us one nil. I'm saying okay. we're we're in the rough, the same rough neighborhood as them. But they've got a Lewandowski, and we have 11 Dontski.
0: I think that we. <laughs> that's not nice to say about Pulisic. Um, <laughs>
1: well, he's not a striker.
0: True. I I think that they're maybe they're in the same neighborhood as us, but they have a nicer house and they go crazy with the Christmas decorations in a way that embarrasses us. They have Lewandowski, and our starting striker is likely to be Josh Sargent. <laughs> Group D.
1: <laughs> Group D's nuts. So this one, I might have some different picks than you.
0: Ooh. A lot of this comes down to how well I know my Tunisia, which, spoiler alert, I don't know them very well. I know that Australia sort of like crept into the tournament on their...
1: So Hannibal Hannibal Mejbri, United, Reserve, and U23 player who's on loan
0: at Birmingham City and tearing it up there, he mm-hmm. starts for them. Interesting. Although, I guess we could say a very similar thing about uh, Trusty for us, right? I mean, he, although he doesn't exactly start. For us.
1: Yeah, he, he won't even be in the roster. He won't even be going to the World Cup. Oh, you don't even think he has a chance? No, he's he never plays for the United States, and they're not going to introduce a new center back this late. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. All right, so um, who do you got?
0: Give me your order. F dat. I'm not giving you my order. No, France, Denmark, Australia, Tunisia. DFAT. I'm going Ooh. with Denmark first because, Ericsson bias. Well, no, it's
1: not an Ericsson bias. It's a Stevie Lau bias. Stevie, mm. my good friend from many jobs that I've worked, is a Danish national. Um, Denmark. Do you remember that they after Ericsson dropped dead on the field, Denmark went to like win most of their matches in the Euros, and they've mm. they've just had excellent form. Like they're a great team even yeah. if even if they've got they've got a couple of stars and a bunch of role players they are a great team and i think that france despite winning the last world cup like france won because they had so much talent but they don't play like a team i'm guessing france will hit some speed bumps i still think they'll progress uh to to the knockout rounds but i i see like or some injuries maybe i see some weird like uh, is wait does is Deschamps still their manager?
0: I think I don't know. I saw France play Austria right before I left Austria, and there they didn't start Mbappe. But there was a point where Austria was up one nil, and they decided to put him on, and he's just like I, I. This is like a very American way to phrase it, but like who do they Gene have code? that can guard him? You know what I mean? Like he he just runs away from people, so it's like. If you're starting the game with a sort of a, a one goal disadvantage because Mbappe's going to score at some point, there's just like inevitable, then I don't know. I think so I we're think probably both, time. we're
1: probably just both predicting different results in the Denmark France match.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's what it mainly comes down to. I, know? I
1: see Denmark surprising
0: France and beating them like 2 1. Mm, interesting. Could happen. Could, could very well happen. I feel like France is one of those teams where, like, even if their B team was in the World Cup, they would be in the top five of it. Um, they're like Brazil that way. But at the same time, if you told me that they went out and they underperformed and we saw a bunch of pictures of Giroud, like, moping around France, that would kind of make sense to me. Like, I don't know if he'll even see much of the pitch, to be honest, but... but he's an excellent moper, world-class <sighs> at moping. Whenever he screws up... Oh! Like, Jeff, part of, it, part of it is also just i want france to
1: not just steamroll this (laughs) tournament like i want them to fuck up yeah
0: all right next group group e oh man this one is tough yeah Um, this could this group could finish like three probably three different ways man all of these teams i have like some level of respect some of them i have a huge amount of respect for but costa rica is finishing last in this group right Probably, I mean, it would to me if they didn't finish last, somebody else has screwed up. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, Probably Germany, Japan, Germany
1: but... has shot the bed. Spain has shot the
0: bed in recent tournaments, but they're also both juggernauts. Spain and Germany, yes. Yeah, I, mean, I have them in that order. I have Spain, Germany, then Japan, Costa Rica. Me too. Oh so man, this... I thought this would be. I thought. I thought for sure that would be one where we disagree. No,
1: I think Germany is is. Is still kind of at a weird crossroads because they still got some of those old guys like your Thomas Mueller's and whatnot, but they're trying to to go with I think a newer defense. Mm-hmm. Um it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I think this this will be a very watchable group, assuming that the matches aren't on at two a.m. Yeah. Um, all right, group F. What do you got? This this group is interesting. I think I've got Maybe a di- I've got some different picks than you in this and and a, and oh, a yeah. big
0: upset. Yeah. I got British Columbia Motorcycle Club, Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, Canada. I've got Croatia, Ooh. Can- Canada, Ooh. Belgium,
1: Ooh. then Morocco. Wow. Canada uh, with Alfonso Davies is maybe the best attacking left back on the planet. And he's only like 21, 22 uh Jonathan David up top uh and then what's his face uh guy who was a New England Revolution player who is now playing in Belgium and tearing it up I can't remember his name but like they they they're they're one of those teams that has like three or four really great players and then a bunch of role players I I just see that being a surprise like they seeing how Canada even qualified for the World Cup was pretty dominant like they played better than we did for the entirety of World Cup qualifying and Belgium, with your yes, you've got your De Bruyne's and whatnot, but like Hazard's kind of not really a professional footballer anymore. He's kind of just like a professional burger eater. Um Oh wait, I, I mean, way, but I never, I never changed. Touching... I never changed the
0: banner to World Cup Fever. Sorry. Oh damn it! <laughs> Ruined. Um, is he? Is he even going to be touching the field at this point, though? Like, I don't know, but like he he. You'd think he would be a leader of the
1: team at this point in his career, but the fact that he's almost a non-factor, I, I think Belgium maybe wins one, draws one, loses one,
0: and and one and just finishes in third. That's my wow. that's my prediction. Um, you know, I mean, oh, this is another one where as I, I felt very uncomfortable putting Canada last because I do. This is another one where I respect all the teams in this. Um, you know, the one thing Who, I who's, who's say, Morocco got. Ziyech, uh, Hakimi. I mean, not that these guys are tearing it up right now, but like, these are like, you know, these are players that cost a lot of money. They Morocco tends to have. France so it looks like seeds.
1: similar similar depth to Canada, and that it's a few stars and
0: a few people you've never heard of and will never hear of. Yeah, but I think that they also have. I mean, just like scrolling through, like some of the names I don't recognize, but I'm like, oh, this guy plays for Schalke, so it's like it's not going to be. I don't know. I think they'll have like a they'll have a reasonable amount of like role players, which is not unlike Canada, um, in that sense. Um All right, Group G. Group G. It feels I like Croatian love, we'll, the Croatia we're both love gonna... in the last one, by the way. Because I think that Croatia is always sneakily a really good team. And weren't they um,
1: and they and they and they did really well in the in the in the Euros as well, right? They were in the were they in the final? or no! Were they in the weren't they in the World Cup final against uh, France? Isn't that who France beat?
0: Yes, I think you're correct. And that was and funny. Modric,
1: Modric, ageless somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, but Group G. Oh, it feels group like G. we're both I'm trying we're to both remember who put Brazil who's first. A Cam- who's a Cameroonian? I'm putting Brazil first. I'm putting Switzerland second. Um, I think like Shaka being in form for them is pretty huge. So. I think that's that's great. Um, I'm trying to remember who plays for Cameroon. I feel like they might have more like sneakily a few good players that you forget play for Cameroon.
1: I can't I can't name them and will not embarrass myself by trying. Uh, I think that I'm flip flopping Switzerland and Serbia in that I can name another good informed midfielder that Serbia has, which is Sergio Milinkovic Savage. Mm. Um, and he's he's a he's a one man tank, uh, but also just and this is maybe a bit uh, American of me, but like I just think Serbians are like tough motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they do, uh, yeah, they do have a certain reputation to hold. Okay, so I'm not recognizing many names on this team, and I'm only recognizing a few jerseys on this Cameroon team. So, but they do they have a Tottenham player, so that's not helpful. <laughs> um, <laughs> George, Kevin, and Kudu.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not going to be player of the tournament. I'll tell you that now. Uh, and finally, gold gold finally, Group H. This one could finish three different ways. Probably.
0: What do you got, Jeff? Ooh, that's tough. What's what's the deal with Uruguay right now? What's the deal? Like, are they do they, they have food? airline food? <laughs> um, man, I, I don't guess know, I, Jerry. I Uruguay don't know, Jerry. <laughs> Uruguay, he's a guy, she, no. uh, she's a girl. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, South Korea. I'm and I can't believe that I didn't sing any of these in the animaniac's tone. What a wasted bit. Go ahead. I'm flip flopping Uruguay and Portugal. I think Ronaldo's
1: gonna be an annoying distraction for them. Ronaldo. And, Don't. And, yeah, and be the reason that they dropped some points actually. Oh man! Part of me might also see a world where Portugal finishes third, and and either a Ghana or a South
0: Korea leapfrogs them. I, um, you know, I almost wanted to call that because like the one of the big things that they have in their favor for Ghana is they have Thomas Party, and like having, I feel like if, uh... this, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we can avoid the conversation that we've already had a few times, but I think just having like your your best player in your country be a center defensive midfielder who controls the game, like, you know what I mean? Can do what he do. Like if you had to pick, like if we got to sort of roll the dice and we got one player who's going to be world-class on the U.S. team, what position would you want it to be? Because that that might be a smart answer to say the six. Striker?
1: (laughs) I'd want a striker who just scores goals out of their mind.
0: I mean, I guess there's no argument against like Messi. But even like if you put Messi on the U.S. team, I mean he's still messy. but no, I don't know. Messi think he would be... but
1: Messi's never really won an international tournament of that we care about.
0: So you don't care about the uh the Copa no, America? I don't
1: care about it. What? Uh, it's a pretty big tournament. I don't watch it, so I don't care about it. But
0: if are you saying what
1: player from world football would I want to put on the US team? It no, would be no, a striker because saying...
0: we have nobody. I, I was just I guess striker is fine, but like I, I was gonna say, like, if you just in the abstract, not even necessarily this U.S. team, if you could just say, like, all right, there's gonna be one position that we're gonna be world class in. For me, like, midfield general might be the right move there because it just makes everyone else so much better to have that. You know, what I mean, like, if you had and like party, a party mint will be at Conte ease. kind of guy,
1: party will be at ease being in a country that won't care who he sexually assaults. That's fine as long as you do it to women. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna really have. I don't know where I was going. There's going to gonna sure. be headlines. There will be headlines. Oh, goodness. All right, so Uruguay, Portugal, Ghana, South Korea for me. You're going with the opposite Pugs. top two. Pugs.
0: Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, South Korea.
1: All right, I've submitted my picks. They are officially in. Boom. Stone cold right. locks. So let's just remember to check this. I think we'll just, I, the fact that I emailed you the link is how we'll get back to this world cup not too far away it is in two weeks ish pretty crazy what else is pretty crazy is we just did an hour and 37 minute podcast jeff so we did and it felt effortless and there was no time spent rolling around on the field like a bunch of fucking newcastle players uh so i think uh i will say goodbye to you and thank you so
0: much for another wonderful pod my friend Goodbye, and thank you for a wonderful pod, my friend. I love you, you son of a bitch. Love you too. Bye. Need the suckers. Need the suckers. A soccer podcast that probably won't last. Need the suckers. Need the suckers.